This is the Balance Period Podcast, where we focus on awareness, accountability, and appreciation to uncover the tools we can use today that will help us increase our self-awareness and live a more balanced life. I'm your host, Recovery Ray. Let's learn and grow together. Before I get into today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about self-care. Two years ago, I went to a place where I had my very first full-body crowd therapy session. Part of me was nervous, and another part of me was curious to see if what I heard about cryotherapy was true. If I would actually feel less sore after standing in a cold chamber for three minutes. And you know what? It worked. Not only did I feel better, but I felt better a lot faster than what I ever had before. From that day forward, I made it a point to be more mindful of how I felt and why. And I'm grateful that the recovery room has given me the opportunity and the tools necessary to do this on a consistent basis. For anyone living in the Indianapolis area, the recovery room is offering a free first time visit for the last weekend of this month. So January 31st through February 2nd. All you have to do is visit their website at www.recoveryroomusa.com and sign up to receive your free first-time visit day pass. Remember, how you feel matters. Welcome back to another episode of the Balance Period Podcast. The topic for today's episode is courage and how by demonstrating courage on a consistent basis, we can be fearless and live a more balanced life. First, I'm going to talk about what fear is and how it manifests in our lives. I'll then talk about what courage is and some of the ways that we can practice demonstrating courage on a daily basis. All right, so let's get into it. What is fear? By definition, fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. The first thing that comes to mind after reading that definition is the source of where fear comes from. Fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief. Now I'm going to stop it right there. Caused by the belief. So that means that a belief is the source of where that fear comes from. A belief that I created for myself. Now, I might not have consciously created this belief. This might have been something that I heard my parents say or something I was taught growing up. But at the end of the day, it was still something that has been created in my mind. I know one of the more popular acronyms for what fear is, it's false evidence appearing real. So even in that description of what fear is, it's something that isn't real. It's an illusion. It's an illusion that we create. So that's a great place to start in realizing that though fear may appear to be real in the moment, it's something that we create, meaning that if we take accountability for what we're experiencing, then we can move beyond the fear. Now, this leads me to courage. So what is courage? By definition, well, one of the definitions for courage is the ability to do something that frightens you. Now, I think this coincides with what I was just talking about in moving beyond fear. 
Courage is taking action in spite of the fear that we may experience in any given moment. The other definition for courage that I wanted to share today is strength in the face of pain or grief. I wanted to add this second definition of courage because I've spoken about being in moments where unexpected things happen, where we might be faced with something that brings pain or grief to our lives. And courage is strength in the face of that. So it's demonstrating strength in the moments that we don't have control over what's happening and pain is present. We can still bring the energy that we want to those situations. Now, before I move on to how we can begin to demonstrate courage today and live fearlessly, I want to share some of my personal experiences with fear. So growing up, I felt like I lived in a state of constant fear. And what fear meant to me, fear was nervousness. Fear was anxiety. It it was a sense of inadequacy. When I think back to some of the times when that fear was present for me, it's interesting because most of those times were associated with church. Now, why it was associated with church? Well, I felt like I was always chosen or volunteered to stand up in front of our congregation and do something. I would perform in plays. I was also a part of the sign choir, so we would get up and do performances on Sundays. I was a part of the step team. And what would make it even worse for me was that I wouldn't just be up there with a group of other people doing something. Most of the time, I would be the lead. So I was the lead of the play, or I was the lead of whatever song we were doing in sign choir. And I think for me, those were the moments when my anxiety was at the highest. And now that I think back, I would be anxious from the moment I found out I was the lead until the moments after that performance was complete. That definitely wasn't the healthiest way of managing my emotions, but I was a kid and I only knew what I knew based on what I was taught and what I observed from my parents. So I'm grateful that I actually demonstrated courage. I would still get up and take action, even though I was feeling nervous or I was feeling inadequate in those moments. But because I wasn't aware that that's what I was doing over time, when I wasn't required to get up in front of a congregation, when I would experience that nervousness, I wouldn't take action on the things I felt in the moment. And that's what I consistently practiced for let's just say another 12 years. By the time I was 24 and I started to really think about what was holding me back, what was stopping me from taking actions on what I felt in the moment, I realized that the culprit of that in my life was fear. With that newfound awareness, I took some time to figure out what my options were. Originally, I thought it would be to eliminate fear altogether. And then I realized that was highly unrealistic. So once I learned that fear was because of something I believed, I realized that all I had to do was adjust that belief. All I had to do was adjust that perspective. 
the lens that I was looking at life through and my perception of fear would then change the experiences that I felt in those moments when I was faced with something that I was afraid of. So how? How do you practice courage and be fearless? What starts with what I mentioned earlier in this episode, which is taking accountability. This accountability that I'm speaking about is our ability to observe what's currently happening in our lives, observing the fear for exactly what it is instead of shying away from it, instead of hiding from it. We look at it, and in looking at it, we don't judge ourselves for what we're experiencing. That's what I used to find myself doing. I would judge myself for being afraid. Why? Because subconsciously I was aware of the fact that I created that thing I was afraid of. Fear is based on a belief, and that belief was something that I adopted and I strengthened over time. So that accountability is looking at fear and observing it, not from a place of judgment, but from a place of understanding and love. Now, this first step of taking accountability is simple. It's just looking at the fear that we experience. Though it's simple, it definitely wasn't easy for me. The only reason why it wasn't easy was because I spent so much time not taking action. My initial response when I was faced with fear was to look away. So once you become aware of what you naturally turn to when you're faced with fear, then you can start to practice doing what actually empowers you in the moment. Over time, you'll get better at it because remember, what we practice grows stronger. And that leads me to step two, which is education. Once we are able to look at fear and not shy away, now we have freedom. We have a lot more room for activities to decide how we will respond in those moments. For me, I had to learn more about the person that I wanted to become. I had to decide on the change that I wanted to see in the world and start to demonstrate those characteristics in response to fear. The final step is action. It's looking at where you are right now in your life. I know I focus on those five primary areas that I talk about where I am mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, and relationally. I'm honest with myself about where I am in each one of those areas of my life. And then I consistently take action to promote the characteristics I feel will add value not only to myself, but to the people that I interact with on a daily basis. I primarily practice this consistency through affirmations. I talked about affirmations on my last episode, so I highly recommend you check that episode out if you haven't and start to create your own affirmations today. So step one is take accountability for the fear that you experience. Just look at it, not from a place of judgment, but from a place of love. Step two, educate yourself on the characteristics 
that you feel like you need in order to be the change that you want to see in the world. And step three, take action. Create an affirmation that promotes the characteristics you look to strengthen and consistently speak them into your life every day. And that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to give this a listen. Your time is valuable, and I appreciate you spending some of that time with me. I know sometimes when I listen to podcasts, I think of questions to ask the host. So if you ever have any questions for me, there are a few places that you can reach me. One, on Instagram, my handle is at recovery.ray. On Twitter, my handle is at mywordis underscore law. If you're listening to this on Anchor, you can leave me a voice message. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, you can rate and review this podcast, leaving any question you may have. From here on out, I will be taking time each podcast to answer any questions I receive. So go ahead and send some my way. I appreciate you tuning in to another episode of the Balance Period Podcast. If there was anything from today's episode that you feel added value to your life, all I ask is that you share it. You can find a shareable link to this podcast on our social media platforms. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, our handle is at Balance Period. Once again, thanks for tuning in. And remember, be aware, be accountable, and appreciate life. Peace.